This is the Huntington Tri-State Time Machine, brought to you by Realty Exchange, the top-performing real estate company in the Huntington, West Virginia, Tri-State area. Each week, your host, W.G. Bunch, and his guests share memories and stories about the past, the present, and the future of the Huntington Tri-State area. That's Huntington, West Virginia, Ashland, Kentucky, and the Chesapeake and Proctorville, Ohio areas. If you used to live here, or you currently live here, you're going to catch yourself saying out loud, wow, I remember that. Now, here's WG. Hey, everybody. What's going on? Here we are. There you are. And this is the Huntington Tri-State Time Machine. I'm your host, WG Bunch. Thanks for being here. Yes, it's me. Just get used to it. I'm, uh, yeah, they, they can't find anybody else to host this thing except me. So just love me. That's all I'm asking. I have got a couple fantastic guests today going long distance to New York City. I've got the dynamic duo sister team of Kim and my Spurlock. They are filmmakers. We're going to learn all about them. Directors, producers, writers. Um, they they do it all. And uh, we'll catch up with them in just a, a second. Thanks to our sponsor today, Realty Exchange. Realty Exchange for all of your real estate needs in the Huntington Tri-State area. Residential, commercial, they do it all. Kentucky, Ohio, West Virginia, and Florida. So, you need anything, get in touch with Realty Exchange, realty-ex.com. That is the website. Thank you, Realty Exchange. Now, let's get into what we're... This is big time for this, for this little show. I went to school with these, with, with these ladies. And, um, Not me, because you're too old. How dare you? <laughs> I yes, I, okay. I went to I went to school with Kim. We we were in a little red schoolhouse that was. Uh, it we went from first grade first grade through twelfth grade. We were all in the same room because actually, was, WG, what you don't know is I didn't move to Huntington until eighth grade. Yeah, I, I we were I, in Charleston. I, we were in Charleston before that. I moved in in eighth grade, and I will say that <clears throat> you're not going to remember this, but you were definitely one of the friendliest. I remember this very clearly because I was so nervous, but you were one of the friendliest people. Go on. For a new person. Keep Absolutely. Go- keep going. And? How- <laughs> and? Well, the South Side is no joke for the uh, un- uninitiated to move into in adolescence. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, it was tricky. You know, <laughs> I, look, I look back, and I really do have to say I've I was pretty awesome. I was pretty <laughs> daggone awesome. No, I'm kidding. Um, all right. So, all right. You guys are in New York City now, correct? Yes. Yes. And all right. Let's let's hit the rewind button. And you've you've already pointed out that you didn't grow up necessarily here in Huntington, but it was your West Virginia gals, correct? Absolutely. We're absolutely since we were literally really little and Huntington is definitely the formative years, you know, where everything kind of started 
Now, where where, where was it? Before Huntington, where was it? Charleston. Charleston. Okay. And that was until you were how old? 10 and I was, no, we moved when I was 10 and Kim was 13. Going oh, yeah, I just turned 13. Yeah. Okay. So we moved in that summer and started Kamak that fall. And when you, okay, so when you moved here, it's dad's job, mom's job, some, you guys got kicked out of the county for something or what, I mean, what, <laughs> what brought you to, to Cabell County? <laughs> Her dad joined a new law firm, but Kim was also starting a criminal, her criminal way, so we had to relocate. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Kim was a uh, competitive ice skater, so we stayed in Charleston a bit longer, and once she decided not to compete anymore, we moved to Huntington. Is, is that true? Really? I didn't know that. You were a competitive ice skater? Yeah, but I was, I was in competitions. Let's put it that way. I was very uncompetitive. Yeah. Yeah, you, <laughs> I had no, I had no pizzazz. I'd be like, can you at least look up and make eye contact with people? <laughs> Pretend like you're having fun. And I'm like, I'm having fun. I did not know. I did. I didn't know that. Or, so was your dream Olympics or was your dream ice capades? I don't know. I think my dream was tiger mom makes you go on the ice and makes you skate. What? Well, and you loved Peggy Fleming and. Oh no, I'm old cut girl, no. the Dorothy yeah, Dorothy we, Hamill. I must have admired them, but I didn't feel like I had any real aspirations for the Olympics. I just wanted to land my jumps and oh wow, I just don't have a good answer. Sorry. So no, that's that's who's a better skater, Peggy Fleming or Dorothy Hamill? Dorothy Hamill, definitely. And who's got better hair? <laughs> Peggy Fleming. <laughs> oh, 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 I thought for sure you were going to go with the Dorothy Hamill cut. No, because I blame her for my kinder, my kindergarten through third grade pictures. Oh, <laughs> all right. Here. Nice. Yeah. nice. All right. So when, when does the, uh, now you guys work together like as a team, I guess, right? I mean, uh, it, it seems like every project has both of your names on it is that is that accurate yeah kim keeps me prisoner (laughs) (laughs) now all right um what gets you started in well i guess question number one is what gets you started in in film and the second question is was it always the plan to work together or it just worked out that way i think you know the way we tell it is there was one day, I think it was in the summer back in Huntington in like 1983 or 84. I can't remember, mid-80s. And mine and I had run into Keith Alvey to watch a movie. Um, and it was the first Coen Brothers film we'd ever seen. It was called Blood Simple. And I think for me, it was the first time I was aware that there was an actual director directing the shots. And I was starting to feel these tingles and the credits came up and it was the Coen brothers and we looked at each other and I was like, we'll just be the Spurlock sisters. Okay. I was like, okay. Are and we so already we are. are. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, what? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> what? what Sounds and, good. And now, now that we're, we're here in, in 2022, what's your favorite Coen brothers movie so far? Oh, you want to go first, Mike? I can go. Uh, I would say two, I think raising Arizona because of the crazy, they used to have Baron 
Barry Sonnenfeld, who became a director as their DP and just the crazy shots and color and vibrancy, it just blew me away. But just a movie I could watch over and over would be Fargo. Okay, so Raising Arizona and Fargo and Kim? Um, I would still say Blood Simple and then No Country for Old Men. But I love all the ones that Mike said, too. Oh, did you know Raising Arizona, the furniture, uh, I think he was a furniture salesman. The guy that Nathan had all Arizona? the Arizona, yes, unpainted Arizona, yeah. It, that's that's based on a on a, a real person in Houston, Texas, Mattress Mac. And really? Yes, yeah. He, he that, that he was that character is based uh, after Mattress Mac. Wow! And I also saw somewhere online that my loves trivia. You were the captain of the trivia team in high school. Yes, that's the only team I've ever been captain of. We were extremely lame because we would just go to the library and hang out and then go to uh, competitions against real school like Paul Blazer and basically had inside jokes where we would answer Henry Wadsworth Longfellow to any poetry question. And yeah, we were kind of a, a jokey team, but it was fun. We entertained ourselves. But my captaincy was brief and unsuccessful, shall we say. And this, this, this but funny. This was but fun. That was an actual. That was an actual thing, and it, it was sanctioned by the school. The yes, Quiz Bowl, and we were even on WSAZ TV. Oh, quiz Bowl, getting our bottoms kicked. I remember yes. Quiz Bowl. Me nah. too. Didn't someone used to go around saying Quiz Bowl? Quiz Bowl. It might have been Probably, yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> there is this. I'm gonna get this kid a new Bucky Hall would do it and put on an accent. Oh, oh. but it, I think it's okay because it would be us like us putting on a Vietnamese accent. Totally <laughs> forgot about Quiz Bowl. That's yeah. that is great. Oh wow! <laughs> it, it was like Saturday after, like Saturday right after the. It was like Saturday afternoons or Sunday afternoons, something like that. Yeah, it was super fun. So that was you. I just re- yes. I remember growing up going if I could just be like that quiz bowl girl, what is it <laughs> gonna take? No, that's all. I, yeah, I, I I tried out regularly and they were like, get the hell out of here. Um, all right, now, I, all right, now now we're 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 into film. You you decide yes, this is this is something that interests us. We want to do it. Was New York that is y'all didn't go right to New York from high school, correct? Oh no, we were just no. we were gypsy peripatetic world wanderers for years. Now, were you were you going to school with with film as the goal, or were you just kind of saying, eh, well, let me see what else is out there, or what's going on at that point?" I think for undergrad, we were still just kind of figuring ourselves out. I think film was sort of put aside for a while while we were doing what we thought we should do, which is get undergraduate degrees and liberal arts education and get some world experience. And um, what about you, Mike? What did you? I don't know. I worked so hard to get a scholarship and get to college that I just was like, I'm call- I'm in college now. I guess my work here is done. So I switched majors a whole bunch of times and ultimately studied business, business and fine art. And then I studied history in grad school. And then I went through a period of thinking, well, maybe I'll be a lawyer and worked at a law firm, or maybe I'll be an art sale. So I tried a bunch of different hats. And then Kim, ultimately, we were, my husband and I were in Philadelphia while he was in film school. 
when I was working as a paralegal and Kim started film school at NYU. So I would take the Chinatown bus up and go crew for her and line produce her films, meaning walk the streets in my tights looking for free food for her uh, film shoots <laughs> and doing, you know, making sure that when the director, El De- Director Day, as I call Kim, calls roll, everything is there for as little money as possible. So that's really how we got started. So how- yeah, finally being in this near enough to where I could go work for free for her. And basically, she basically piggybacked. She was crewing because our first year at NYU, we just basically work as crew members for each other on a bunch of different short films. And mine was coming up from Philly and crewing in different positions and piggybacking like a film education. And what, yeah, for free. Yeah, so, at a great school. What what yeah. year are you both in New York to stay? How long have you all been there? Oh, uh, six or seven. Well, Kim's been here since I've been here 20 years. I've been here seven years. Okay. I was in LA for ten years before that. And what? Um, I mean, you know, the obvious question: What do you? What do you miss most? Well, maybe not most, but what are some of the things you miss about the Huntington Tri-State area? Whether it be food or places or whatever, give me give me a couple that you go. Oh gosh, I'll never forget blank. All right. Well, that's a great answer. Um, now, <laughs> for me, I think, I think, yeah, it's the ease, the ease of everything where you'll pull up at a stop sign. And if you want to check your glove compartment for something and then go, that's okay. And, you know, my daughters, uh, this is my speaking, are always so amazed at how chatty I am. Right. And I'll just start talking to anybody. And then we go home and literally everyone's like that. And they're looking around and I'm like, mom, this explains a lot. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. Cool. What any any foods that? Uh, oh I don't, yeah. I, I don't know if you sure. Chili Willies, the original Chili Willies, though. Yes. Okay. Was kind of like a formative experience for me. I still I still taste enchiladas. I know exactly what they taste like in my head. The enchiladas and the pollo flautas from like the eighties. Well, yeah. They were so this good. Cool uh, bartender there who was also a middle school teacher, and she, we were all fascinated by her because. We thought she looked like Pat Benatar, and she had the short, spiky hair and the three earrings. Oh, yeah. I don't even remember what she taught, but we were all enamored of her. Um, so that for sure. Yeah. And Dwight's across from the high school, two eggs, two, pa- two bacon, two pancakes, 250. Do you, remember, do you, you, you don't remember her name? Who is that? I want, if, uh, let us say she taught French or something, but I didn't take French. Well, I would just see her in the hallways and thought she was dead cool, like Mary Stewart Masterson and if, and some kind of wonderful type, you know. And I was like, "Wow!" And she's a bartender. Yes. That is the coolest woman I've ever seen. Every <laughs> everybody out there, if you know, wherever you're listening, you can uh, you can email if if you are in your car right now, going, "I know who that is." It's or I am that person, and I'm a rock star. <laughs> yeah, that, it, yes, that would be awesome. In, Maybe she's around and she'll hear it and be like, "Oh, could be." Cool. In, info at htstimemachine.com. That's the that's the email address or remarks on whatever platform you're you're, you're listening to. So, um, all right, I'll tell you what. Let's play a little game with you two. We oh, no. this this is not uh, pre prepared. The Spurlock girls have no idea what's coming. <laughs> um, all right, let's first one we'll do is um, this is called overrated underrated. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna okay. I'm, I'm I'm gonna throw something out there, and you guys tell me your your personal thoughts. Is it overrated or underrated? For instance, number one, Camden Park. Underrated, Ooh, underrated. I agree. 
Okay. It's still it's still the largest uh, amusement park in the state of West Virginia. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, well, there it is. Um, how about one man shows? Like one, you know, it doesn't have to be a man, but like these, you know, the the Broadway shows or the where it's just one person the whole time. Oh, oh, I don't know. I think it depends on the person if they can fill up that space and be, you know. What's the best one? Thoughtful and entertaining the whole way. I, you know, I tend to be like the only thing I can think of are like stand up comics, right? Chris Rock. Okay. All mm. right. Um, What's his name? The hashtag B2 guy who was so great. Louis. Louis CK. Oh, yeah. yeah. Too bad he got hashtag because he was really good. I think he might be coming back. I'm not sure. I read something about that. All right. How about uh, movie theater popcorn? Oh. oh, it depends. I did a blog post for my friend who's a, um, a, uh, He's called the Amateur Gourmet on different movie theater popcorns in New York and had some discoveries. Some places use coconut oil. Some places use chemicals. And there's two different kinds of popcorn. There's the mushrooms and the butterflies. And the mushrooms are the ones that you want. Wow. So, uh, depends. Uh, all right. Also, the name of the undergarments that I'm wearing. Um, <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I don't know. Where, I don't know where the hell that came from. I don't know. Um, how about? Um, uh, be careful. How, be yeah. Be be gentle on how how you answer this. Star Wars. Oh, I think it's. Don't you think it's rated just? It's awesome, and everyone knows it. Yeah, I would say the new edition where they take out some of the grottiness is overrated. And the one where Han shoots first. I think. I think I. To shoot first. I completely agree. I. I'm. 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 I can't believe I'm going to say this. They're probably going to take my fan club card away. But yeah, I'm. I'm getting a little. Uh, uh, let's take a break and not. You know, let, let's enjoy what we has already been released. We don't need to shove more stuff down our yeah. throats. And I think it's just a big part of his character that he. He assessed the situation and he saw it first. It's like that sort of dark side to him. And when you sanitize that out, he's a lot less interesting. Totally. How, all right. Uh, let me ask you this. For each one of you, how many times have you seen We Are Marshall? Oh. Twice. Once. Okay. <laughs> and what did what, what, you think? I mean, when you watched it, did you say, I know where that is and I know where that is? Or I Absolutely. Thinking... I got so distracted by all the... The, the landmarks. I did. I was like, there's a reason why Red Dawson is called Red Dawson. He has red hair, folks. Yeah. That red tinge is a Come on. Yes. That, Come that, on. That, um, yeah, I think that's, that's probably the, I don't, I don't know of another movie that was, you know, shot here. Uh, wait, there was one. Rain Man. Down in number five. I oh. <laughs> Super 8. Wasn't Super 8 shot around there somewhere? Oh, no, that was shot somewhere else oh, in West Virginia. Yeah. Oh, sorry, changing the subject. Going back. Yes, to the... down in number five. Tell us about movie five. ever. Tell us about. Tell us about down in number five. How did that come about? Oh, family so, history. Family history. I mean, a lot of our stuff that we write is really grounded in these kind of, um, you know, stories from our childhood in Lincoln County. Or stories from our Vietnamese grandparents kind of go back and forth. And this was an, a true story. My dad, he ran wild in the hills of Lincoln County in the 1940s with his twin brother, with his pack of boys. 
And there were John and Jim, which my dad and his brother, the twins, the good twins, but then there were the evil twins. And they, the good twins would protect this little boy named Sammy from the evil twins. And Sammy had Down syndrome. And then when my and I were born um, in our childhood, we go up to Lincoln County to the church that my grandparents had built in their backyard, which was the community church. And Sammy would come in and sit next to us, you know, now being in his thirties, like my dad. And we were fascinated. No, he was by actually, him. he was actually quite a bit older. My dad, he uh, was twins. Just pretty, yeah, he was a good 10 or 15 years older, but he, you know, at that time they didn't have all the intervention and, and, and therapy and oh, things yeah. for people. Mm-hmm. For like development So he never, kind of reach his potential. So they would, even though they're yeah. much younger, they would protect him. Mm-hmm. And and I, I, so, I, I should have done a better job on the lead in that. So for those of you listening down in number five is a short film that, uh, Kim and my made years ago. You can find it. I looked for it, uh, like yesterday, day before yesterday. And Vimeo seems to be the place that or our uh, website spurlocksisters.com. You can watch it there too. Oh, spurlocksisters.com. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. All right. Just. All right. So I'm, I'm sorry. So yeah, continue. So everybody now knows. You know, yes, this is, and it's it's, it's a it's a fantastic uh, film. But I hate. Well, to, and know, in there's it. an underrated actor in there who plays this brilliant <laughs> kind of deadpan but kind attorney they're trying to save the day in a hopeless situation and i think he should have been nominated uh, oh yeah something uh, yes uh, I, uh, what was his name again <laughs> i think his name was leonidas arnold but he was played by i can't by. i can't i, I can't <laughs> re- I, I can't remember how that came about that uh, uh, kim uh, just uh, uh, you you must have been in town for like was it a some sort of reunion or something and you went hey i'm shooting a movie here Oh, oh, yeah. Maybe you were just here shooting the movie and you said, and I, I think someone- I was just there thinking, I, I think I had thought of you when I was writing it, actually. I was like, I wonder if WG. Really? Are, are you serious? Are you, are- yeah. At the time I was like, you know, we should go local oh, as much as we can. That is, I, I, that's the first time I've heard that. I thought it was, you couldn't get anybody else. And you're like, no, oh, no. oh my God. No, no, we discussed it. It was a deliberate <gasps> casting choice. Wow. It was. Well, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I mean, I, I, when I, I hadn't seen it in a long time and, and, uh, I, I revisited it and I went, damn, I used to be all right. Good looking. I mean, I, I was okay. <laughs> and you know, wow, man, I was tan. And I, I think I had, your little suit. yeah, yeah. Right. I, I had two lines, I think. And, um, who is the, who, who is the guy that, that played the, um, the the dad or you know the grandfather or whatever the, oh he's awesome michael meredith um he's the mayor of mount hope I, I, he was at the time the mayor of mount hope he's wonderful he's a he does a lot of theater and I, I, um he was just so wonderful to work with and so game and he and I, I remember going in and um i since it was only two lines i was just like all right i'm just gonna say these two lines and i remember him t- kind of taking me aside going uh do you understand this character at all? <laughs> I think I'm always just supposed to say this one line. He said, no, you need to understand what is going on and the situation. I was like, oh, okay. Well, he did. Yeah, he really, yeah. Cause, cause, cause I think I, you know, cause I think I was just like, uh, yeah, the, the coal dust gotcha or something. And it, he was like, no, 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 that's not how he would say it. <laughs> um, it was like, yeah, cut. And yeah, it, it, in a very nice way, but he was like, yeah, this is not just, 
you know, you're, you're not a parrot. You, you know, just <laughs> you, know, you, you need to understand oh, what's happening. Or not. And I was like, oh, OK, cool. So uh, and it's also interesting because I Google myself eh, five or six times every day and uh, <laughs> oh, it, it shows up. WG. So do I, WG. I always like to keep track. Of I know. I, I just want to make sure I'm still here. And uh, yeah. <laughs> and it says WG Bunch actor. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. that's cool. I'm like, look at that. There I am. Hey, down at number five, <laughs> baby. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, check it out. Go to, yeah, SpurlockSisters.com, down at number five, and I'll start uh, I'll start doing some uh, meet and greets. <laughs> <laughs> you can get you can get the autographs and all that kind of stuff. So, um, all right. So, well, if we ever come back, you'll have to come back. You'll have to reprise yourself or do something similar. <laughs> oh God, you can't you just CGI me? I mean, can I just, be, you know, just uh, I'll give you a photo of me back in the day and then just, you know, go with go with the, the computer animation stuff. Uh, all right. Now, the other thing that I saw I did not I wasn't aware of is. All right. Tell me about living the dream. I, 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 wa I watched the series. I watched the whole thing. And it was awesome for me because each episode's like 10 minutes long. And that's perfect for me. So yeah, it's good for a short attention span, right? Yes. How did that come about? Well, my, you know, we've been writing after we finished, after I graduated NYU, we had these short films that had done really well and a feature script that was heating up and getting some attention and this and that. Um, but, you know, things take a long time to make. And after four or five years of sort of being hot, but not, we were getting frustrated and not making anything, you know, because after a while, it's like, they, can I say I'm, we felt constipated? <laughs> okay all right that's what that's that's, so what, that's my, why i go with my depends you know come on <laughs> so then i was like you know i watched this thing called a web series the other day this was back in like 2013 maybe even yeah around two, early 2013 she's like there's this thing called the guild and i love it because i'm a fangirl and each episode's like five minutes and they're shooting in the each other's apartments why don't we do something like that that's super manageable we can do it on the cheap and it's a good chance to practice directing, you know, and I was like, let's do it. So we wrote eight episodes and it was about yeah. 50 pages and, and we got a bunch of friends together, spent some money, shot it in di different apartments and like coffee shops in the neighborhood. And it was also a good practice, I think, for seeing what it would like to shoot a feature because we were trying to see if we could shoot, you know, like 50 pages in a week, like super low budget and fast. So we did that. Never done that kind of a scope before. But so Maya was like, well, how about. I was like, why don't we do it about female film school students coming out of film school? Because all the girls seem to have so much more trouble than the boys getting their projects made. Mm -hmm. um, and she's like, OK, I'll write the first few episodes. And then she turned around and wrote about me and my friends. I did. I did so much better. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> was such a good sport because I would write lines like, Am I just an aging hipster wasting my life on an empty dream? <laughs> and then send it to her and be like, so sorry. I'm like, <laughs> okay, that's how it is. But you know. Well, I've seen you guys uh, after your various successes so happy for each other, but also eating your hearts out. So we had to kind of show that aspect of it. Well, it, yeah. everybody has to check it out. And this is also, we can see this at, at SpurlockSisters.com as well. Yeah, oh, that's fine. It's also LiveInTheDream.tv, right, Mike? Yeah, you can see the trailers, but you got to pay to play if you want to watch it. Or just they're behind two, yeah, they're on two paywalls behind two pay, different paywalls um, at livingthedream.tv. Okay, and yeah, so it's like cheap. <laughs> or you can just email us personally if you know us, and we'll hook you up, and we'll send you up 
Yeah. Oh, we're not breaking any laws, are we? We're the. Uh, no, no. All right. no. I don't want non-exclusive. I, I don't want. I don't want the Motion Picture Association to uh, <laughs> to attack us. But uh, it's yeah, it's great. You guys, yeah, check check out Living the Dream. Now, is there something you're working on now? Is there is there something coming or or almost finished or just starting or what's what's happening now? Yeah, we're in the. Five millionth draft of a horror movie, and we decided instead of uh, working on uh, something with an Appalachian or Christian themed ghost, we're going to our mother's heritage of a Buddhist uh, ghost tradition. It's a horror movie. Ooh. Uh, it's a family story. Yes, it's called Good Sisters, mm-hmm. and it's about a a woman who's a shaman in the Vietnamese Dao Mao religion, which is sort of channeling spirits and helping people move on uh and she has a daughter who's sort of reluctantly part of her business and they uh uh as it always does a ceremony goes awry and they open up a door to a hungry ghost and ghosts in the buddhist tradition tend to have unfinished business as opposed to sort of being evil from the outset so they have until midnight to close the door but it's also a family story by resolving the family issues they can then resolve the ghosty issues so it's meant to be super creepy it's set in Queens and in the Catskill Mountains um, of northern New York, which look a lot like West Virginia. It does. I'm super yeah. excited about it. It's short. This will be another short film, like a. a oh no! Full on horror. This will be our first. Oh, really? Wow. When do, we're writing it to a low budget, so it's a three hander in one location, basically three three actors, one location, so can keep it sort of in you know tight and and I, and, and contained worked for the Blair Witch project and lo-fi effects like See. ankle hands reaching out from under the bed and grabbing ankles kind of thing so just sort of like yeah very analog uh, and do you, do, do you think it'll be <laughs> this year or next year or I don't know how long it takes to 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 make a movie like that what what's well, what's your goal our goal is to shoot at the end of next summer so in a year. Okay, cool. And then six months past that. Awesome. All right, good. Yeah, yeah. Definitely keep us posted. That'll be yeah. That'll be very cool. Um. All right. Uh. All right. Let's. Let me, uh, let me do one more. This isn't really a game. It's just like a a way to cram in a bunch of uh, information quickly. Uh. Yeah, we call we call this in all honesty. And it's you know your your again your your answers. Uh, let me look at some, hmm. your guilty pleasure movie. Coyote Ugly. What was it? Coyote Ugly. I love that movie. Coyote <laughs> Coyote Ugly. All right. And I can't be for both oh. of you. What? <laughs> oh, I guess there's a few. One of them is Basic Instincts. I can't help it. Oh, yeah. Um, and then I don't know if it's a guilty pleasure because Silence of the Lambs is that a guilty pleasure? No. Oh darn! It has to be cheesy, right? Yeah. Just stuff Do- that I love to watch sometimes. Probably Basic Instinct. Okay. But, yeah. Showgirls. Yeah, that was Are you serious? Showgirls is one of them. I've never seen it. Showgirls is fun. Oh man, you gotta watch it's it. So campy, it is really fun. I, yeah, I, th- I, I, I think I told that to a couple friends of mine. They're like, "You've never seen Showgirls?" I was like, "No, <laughs> <laughs> have you? You sound like you've seen it quite a few times." Um, all right. Uh, most famous person 
you ever met before you went to New York City? Like when you were growing up in West Virginia, who would have been the most famous person you ever met? Oh, oh my God. And it can't be me. You, WG. <laughs> before. I don't know. I, guess, I think when I mean, was it Siobhan from Ryan's Hope in New York City in like the eighties? Remember that yeah. redhead actress? Oh yeah. What's her name? Then she went on to be on one of those crime shows, like in the Las Vegas crime show. Oh yeah, yeah, with the red hair and yeah. Ryan's or that Hope. Kenny Rogers winked at you that one time. Oh yeah, Kenny Rogers in Charleston. Yeah. Kenny she was performing at the Charleston Civic Arena where Kim we used to ice skate, and she and my mom stuck backstage to watch him. Snuck, you could go through the rig somehow. And oh, yeah, when we were, were able to see more Absolutely. And he saw you and gave a smile and a wink, right? Really? Kenny? Yeah. Kenny! Yeah, he was, he, was so, he was so friendly. Wow. All right, now, so now that, all right, then you, you go to New York City or, well, or just after, I guess, after West Virginia. Most famous person you've met today? Oh, geez. Probably Johnny Depp. Ooh. I mean, he's really famous right now because of his trial. Yeah. <laughs> Jack Sparrow. I mean, oh, my gosh. I guess I had Jennifer Beals and Tia Carrera in my daughter's playgroup in L.A. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. And Cal Drogo, I used to live be his neighbor. He would show up in the post office with his pink Cadillac and open the doors for the ladies when they came in. Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa. I heard they got divorced. Oh, my. Yeah, Lila Corey. She, I was up walking up near my house on the Mesa, which is on this hilltop. And they have this really cute estate up there. And I had my baby and she had her baby. And we showed each other each other's babies. And she's like, I'm Lila Coy. I was like, no, you're not. You're Lisa Bernay. I know who you are. But I didn't say that. I was like, nice to meet you, Lila Coy. I'm not. Because she goes by Lila Coy now. Because so uh, wow. that's our one conversation. When, when Jennifer Beals has to give her baby a bath, does she just pull a chain and water comes yeah. out of the ceiling. That's, and... that's what she did in Mommy and Me play class. And when it was sing a long time, she pulled out her, her uh, sweatpants and leggings <laughs> and in the room. Yes. So she's a maniac. Exactly. She's a maniac. <laughs> Nicely played. Nicely played. Mm. Um, so you do a lot of encounters like that in L.A. to where you think you're rubbing elbows, but you're not. Just being in the same room with somebody doesn't. Yeah, make you special. You just happen to live in the same. They're just around. It's true. Yeah. Well, that's. I, I mean, that's that's pretty cool. And yeah, Tia Carrera. I mean, I'm. That's She's so, so super nice and super down to earth, and she would like invite the whole preschool class over for her birthday parties and stuff. Couldn't be nicer. If it was, was great because she was a big hero of mine. If it wasn't career. for her, that Wayne's World movie would have been terrible. Yes, it would have. I think she was in the second one. So she's as nice on the inside as she is the outside. I'm happy to report. Yeah, mm-hmm. cool. That's great. All right, I'm, yeah, I'm, that's a nice little game. I like that. All right, and uh, I think I think le- the most interesting person I talked to because I actually had chance to because he was a professor of ours and then became our friend and then we would have dinner with him from time to time was um, Hampton Thatcher who wrote uh, Blade Runner. He's a kook. Really? <laughs> yeah, he's so fun though and so interesting and has had a wild life. The, the he 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 was the writer of the original Blade Runner from eighty two or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how he he was a professor of yours. He was a writing teacher in the grad film program at NYU, and 
you know, he had started out as an actor and he was a flamenco dancer and he was, he had been married to the actress from the original Lolita with, um, in the sixties or I guess. Do you know Lola Bridget? Nope. Uh, you know, who played with Spectre Clouseau again? Peter Sellers? Uh, Peter Sellers when he played, um, Humbert Humbert. Wow. Look at you all. Look at you all hanging out yeah. with the big names. Sue Lyon was yeah. her name. Oh, James Mason was Humbert Humbert, actually. Peter Sellers was Claire Quilty. We're super fancy now, WG. You wouldn't recognize us. I know. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, just the, the names are dropping out of the sky like, <laughs> like uh, Jennifer Beals just pulled the chain. And they're all just yeah, coming out of the ceiling. Yeah, she away from me the last time I saw her, though, because she's super shy. And I gave her my big smile, like, look at my new baby. And she was like, oh, and nipped out and ran the other direction. So, <laughs> I, said, I don't want you. I don't want to look at your baby. Back, Back off, weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, yeah, I thought we were done. We had other mommy me classes. <laughs> and, and I would I would guess yeah. probably the worst thing you could do to somebody like that is go up and try to make any kind of reference to flash dance. She's probably heard every one <laughs> a thousand know. times. She's like, okay, oh, yeah, I yeah. get it. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay, thank you. <laughs> bye bye. She's like, I went to Yale, okay. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, do you know Kevin Bacon? <laughs> no, what? Get, will you please get out of my? I've got pepper spray in my purse. Um, you know the person I was most excited to see that I just didn't talk to, but was so pleased to see was William Riker. Number one, I was grocery shopping in L.A. and I my cart went past him in the meat department, and I looked at him like I saw Santa, and my whole face lit up like William Riker. Number one, and he gave me the biggest smile back, and I'm still happy every time. I who? Who? Who was it? Who? From Star Trek Next Generation, uh, Jonathan oh, yeah. Blake, who plays William Riker. That was that's exciting. that's uh, and what's his name again? Uh, Jonathan Frakes. Okay, yeah, all right, uh, yeah, it looked like a yeah, yeah, the the dashing. Um, he was not the captain. He he was like the number, he was number two number one. Guy. He was the first officer. Oh, I, okay. And he directed a lot of those episodes and stuff. Yeah, didn't he? and he's directed a lot of Picard too. So that was a random. It's just kind of neat having those random encounters. And normally I play it cool. Like I don't know who you are. I don't recognize you. But with that one, I mean, yeah, I it's hard, right? It's just you get all like certain people trigger your fandom. I mean, he's Picard adjacent. And I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm so, I'm so embarrassed. I've always called him. Jonathan Fracas. <laughs> it, it, it's Frakes. I did not know that. I did. I did not know that. That's very That's, interesting. Uh, yeah, I don't know who that dude is. That's cool. All right. Yeah, that's cool. Well, all right. So, what we need to do to keep up with you guys is SpurlockSisters.com. How often do you guys make it back to the area? Ever? Oh, once or twice a year. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. I haven't been back in the longer, but I'm coming back soon. We'll have to dollar. do lunch. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Um, and for all of the people out there listening, again, SpurlockSisters.com, if you've got questions or you've got remarks or you remember this or whatever, um, you know, let me know. I, we certainly love the feedback. And ladies, let me just say how great it was for you guys to take time out of your busy days. Uh, we were going to do this a few days ago, and my the neighbor behind me decided they were going to remove a tree. And so I, it was chainsaws and 
wood chippers and stuff. And I said, that's not going to be any good for, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, I don't want this thing to really sound West Virginia where it's like, oh, what, what do y'all have going on in there? Oh, just cutting down some trees. Um, so again, thank you so much. Did y'all have a good time? Oh, oh it was the best. Thank you. Debbie. Yeah, this was a great trip down. Well, good. Well, the time machine. Woo, woo. I was expecting a hot tub, but <laughs> hot tub time machine. Yes. I'm, I, oh, that's a guilty pleasure too. That's a I love movie. that movie. We're we're in legal battles with them. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> Cobra Kai. So you should be careful. I'm just gonna start calling. Oh. The, I'm gonna start calling the the show the Huntington Tri-State Hot Tub. And that's, and you know, and everybody I talk to is live and we're in a hot tub. It's like Eddie Murphy, (laughs) (laughs) celebrity hot tub. That's that's perfect. So, all right. Well, again, ladies, thank you so much for, for being here. And, uh, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, Check out the other episodes. We've got more coming. And, um, I think that's it. We, are... I thought of something. Oh, yeah. Can I say something one more? Because I felt bad I didn't answer your Olympics question. Oh. I was like, oh, I do have an answer. Okay. Which was, I don't know about the Olympics back then, but for some reason, I was definitely cast as the Chinese dancer every single year in the Nutcracker, but I'm not sure why. <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway. Well, oh, my. Okay. That, that was, yeah, that was true. That sounds like a That's call. It sounds like a cry for help. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. It's, are when, you, what's it called when they you get you get I was typecast. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, every movie that I'm in, they just want to make me an attorney that says two lines. Yeah. <laughs> but they're such two lines. That's, yeah. Yes, that's it. But what no, was great about you was that I remember in the edit we didn't have to cut around you at all. Like every, everything's good. You know, well, sometimes you, you have to like craft a performance in the edit because. I remember when yeah. you sent me when you sent, we're going back to the down in number five movie real quick. And I, I remember um, showing it to my mom, uh, whatever, 10 years ago, 15 years ago or whatever, and didn't tell her that I was in it. And <laughs> I, I, I just said, Hey, you know, the, the, yeah. Uh, these girls that uh, are from here, made this movie and it's, you know, it's only like 15 minutes long, but it's about coal mining and stuff. She was from Grantsville, West Virginia and said, oh, okay, great. And so I was showing it to her and I'm, I'm like one of the first people out of the gate in that movie. I'm like two or three yeah. minutes in and we got to that point and all of a sudden my scene is done and she says nothing. And I'm like, all right, let's rewind that. And hmm. <laughs> It, then it, it, she said, why are we rewinding? I said, uh, what do you think about that guy, the lawyer? She said, uh, he kind of looks like you. I, yeah, mom, that's, yeah, that is me. Then she went crazy. <gasps> You're in a movie? I was like, I, I, yeah, I, I, I don't just do adult films anymore. I'm, I'm trying to go legit. So, yes. Um, that's that's really cute. She that's loved it. So she, she, yes, she. And in fact, she loved the whole movie. And you know, so oh, it, it's great. Check it out. So again, thanks so much, ladies, and <laughs> thanks for your time, everybody. We love you, and we are out of here. Thanks for listening to the Huntington Tri-State Time Machine, brought to you by Realty Exchange, the top performing real estate company in the Huntington, West Virginia Tri-State area. 
If you have a memory you would want WG to talk more about, just send him an email at memories at htstimemachine.com or post a comment on the Time Machine Facebook group page. Did you like this episode? Be sure to share it with friends and family. You can find a link in the show notes that you can use to share it. And be sure to let Realty Exchange know that you like the podcast as well. Their contact information can be found in this episode's show notes.